If you do any prospecting with LinkedIn, you have got to go get set up with Surf. That's S-U-R-F-E. It's a tool you can use to add new contacts to your CRM system directly from LinkedIn in seconds. I'm using it every single day. I add contacts, follow my deals, keep track of notes, and it ends up saving me a bunch of time on prospecting and outreach, which means I can spend more time moving my deals along. The data is always 100% accurate since I don't have to copy and paste all the fields over from each and every contact that I want to put in my CRM. Instead, Surf does that all automatically with just one click in about 60 seconds. The team over at Surf has put together a very special offer for fans of sales players. There's a link down in the show notes and you can use the promo code JWSURF5. Don't forget the E at the end of Surf. That's JWSURF5 for 5% off your first year. Don't spend another minute doing things manually. Go get set up with Surf. This episode is your friendly reminder that you are not your job and no job company boss is worth destroying your physical or mental health over. And what got me thinking about this was a post that Jamal Reimer put out on LinkedIn about a week ago. Jamal's been on the show before. He talks all about what goes into closing mega deals. And in his definition, it's uh, any deal that's in the multiple millions of dollars. So big strategic deal cycles. And he says, bad bosses can ruin your health. I know from experience. Here's what the worst boss of my life looked like. And he goes on in the post to share some of the things that this boss was doing, this manager that he had that was uh, micromanaging his work, calling him over the weekend to check in on his deals. This person asked him to pull over one time while he was driving to a client meeting just to send some info that wasn't even necessarily due until much later. He was finding his kind of interpersonal relationships were suffering within the company because this manager was pushing on him so hard. And I commented on the same post and said something to the extent of we should normalize walking away from toxic managers in SaaS sales. And I hope out there that folks aren't thinking that this is just part of existing in this industry. And I know for a long time, I think I thought that, and that's why I'm, I'm so passionate about it, is I thought that having a toxic manager, having a micromanager was just part of being in SaaS sales. And it's just absolutely not true. And while for the most part, I've had a really good amount of, of you know, I've had some really great managers. Uh, I've had some good managers. I've had one or two fantastic managers. I have had one or two terrible, awful, toxic managers. And of those two, there's one that's really the outlier. This person almost pushed me out of the industry completely and derail derailed my career in SaaS sales. And I'm really glad that I didn't let this person do that to me. I don't think that was their intent, uh, but because of the way that they managed our relationship, expectations, and those kind of things, it it really took a long time, even after I stopped working for this person to uh, get back my confidence in the industry and rebuild my motivation to sell. And so that's really the side effect. And, and Jamal talks about that. He talks about how he would lay awake at night, feeling anxiety for going into the office again. And I've been there. A lot of you have heard about the Sunday scaries, which is this uh, feeling that you get on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, knowing that you're looking ahead at a tough work week, whether, whether that's because of a bad boss or because of high stress, uh, you know, lots of deliverables, a big number to hit, whatever that is, it's causing those Sunday scaries. One of the reasons I wanted to start this show was to be able to talk about topics like this. And that's why I was so glad to see Jamal posting about it. Because when you see an elite performer like Jamal posting about how 
one bad boss can literally ruin your physical health or your mental health and can completely derail or set back your career, it's a really big deal. And it's something we should be talking about a lot more. So maybe I can share a couple of ideas just in the few minutes that I've set aside for this episode to, to talk about what you can do to limit the Sunday scaries uh, and you know work with someone who might be difficult to work with and, and sort of either create an exit path for yourself or uh, you know, build an operating model that's gonna help you get past this phase. Cause that's the reality is it's all a phase. And even this, this most toxic manager that I had, I was working for this person for less than a year, but it feels like it was years. And again, it took probably another year, maybe even two after that for me to fully get back to where I was in terms of my swagger, my confidence and, and my ability to not get into my own head. Cause this person, what they were doing was questioning everything that I did in a negative light. There was never anything that I could do right. Everything was always wrong. The the coaching wasn't uh, productive. I, I don't mind getting feedback on what I'm not doing correctly or what I could be doing better. But the way that this person presented that feedback was always that I was bad and uh, I have a bad character and I care more about the perception of success than actual success. And that hurts. It hurts to have your character attacked, especially by a manager. So if you find yourself in this situation, and I really hope that no one out there listening is, is in a situation with a toxic manager, but I realize statistically speaking, someone out there is probably dealing with this. Someone out there is dealing with the Sunday scaries. A few things you can do start to plan and document a, a little bit more on your own personal uh, time or during your work time, of course. So what I do is I now set aside some time on Friday afternoon where I plan out the week to come. And then on uh, Monday morning, I true up on that plan and I look ahead at the week and make sure that everything's aligned. And that's actually helped me completely eliminate the, the weekend anxiety or the Sunday scaries because I know Friday afternoon when I leave the office that I have a plan for the week to come. And if anybody asks me about that or quizzes me on that or probes me on it, I'm going to have a really good solid plan for what I'm working on the coming week. And then on Monday morning, I do the same thing. I come in early. Uh, I look ahead at the week. I make sure all my agendas put together. I know what meetings I have. I know what accounts I'm working on. I know what activities I need to put in. And those are some things that have kind of helped me, uh, again, be able to completely disconnect over the weekend and not have to think about work. I'll be honest, I do sometimes still log in on a Saturday morning or a Sunday evening, check emails, uh, especially with the podcast, since this is uh, you know something that I do on the side. I spend a lot of time working on the podcast stuff over the weekend, so I'm not completely disconnected. But mentally speaking, I could step away and not feel you know stress or anxiety about my day job, about my manager, about my quota, etc. So start planning. Do a, uh, you know block a little bit of time on your calendar on a Friday or a Monday or both and have a plan and that's going to help you step away over the weekend and disconnect for a little while and that alone is going to do a lot for your mental state of mind and those kind of things the other thing you can start doing is really document everything that's going on um, and try to give this manager if you're in the, a, a toxic management situation try to give this person that feedback that the, the criticism or the feedback is not constructive and that you, you know, let them know how you like to, to, to take in feedback. Maybe that's uh, what they call the shit sandwich. If you haven't heard of the shit sandwich, it's like uh, there's bread, shit, and then bread. So the bread is, you know, good, positive feedback. You know, hey, Jesse, here's what you're doing well. The shit is, Jesse, you're not doing this well and you need to work on it. And then you close the conversation with another piece of bread that's the good and it's, but you're, you know, killing it in these other areas. So keep crushing it. I got that from the book, The Hard Thing About Hard Things. It's the shit sandwich method of providing or sharing feedback with somebody. Go check it out. Um, 
So maybe let that manager know that the, the type of feedback that they're providing is not working for you. You can let them know that you feel micromanaged. I really think that salespeople, because of our personality, because of the way we work, we're not meant to be micromanaged. And so if you find yourself in a position where your numbers are getting micromanaged, your deals are getting micromanaged, your day-to-day, your minute-by-minute, then it might be time to you know speak up. And if you've already spoken up and nothing's changed, it's probably time to start looking for the door. And my biggest regret working for this hypertoxic manager was I wish I would have left a lot sooner. I really had nothing to lose leaving, but I lost a lot by wasting time working for someone who wasn't going to develop my career. They weren't going to help me build up my skill set and they weren't going to help me try to make more money. That's really what a good manager is going to do. They're going to give you feedback that's going to help you do better in your craft. In turn, that's going to help you make more money. It's going to help you be happier. It's going to help you deliver better results. It's going to help you actually have fun with this business. This business should be fun. Sales is fun. When you're doing it the right way and you have a manager that's a great coach, someone who you can look to as a mentor and a consultant around your business and your deals, this game, this career gets incredibly fun. So if you find yourself in a, in a situation that's not that, uh, and again, it's not always that. It's not always a you know trip to, to Disneyland or something along those lines, but it's, it's, it should be fun and it should be productive and you should feel pretty good about your business for the most part. Obviously, there's ebbs and flows in that, but if you constantly find yourself on Saturday or Sunday dreading the week to come, or you find yourself uh, anxious or nervous before a one-on-one or some kind of internal meeting, and you're just week over week feeling like it's harder and harder to get out of bed, and that's what Jamal talked about, or maybe you're feeling actual physical symptoms uh, from work and work anxiety and work stress, it's not worth it. Leave that company, leave that job. There's plenty of opportunity out there. There's plenty of great managers out there. Uh, at least there's plenty of good managers out there that are not going to be that. Maybe they're not going to be the best manager you ever have that's going to take you to new heights, but they're going to be better than a toxic manager who's going to micromanage you to death and make your life a living hell. So hopefully that helps somebody out there listening. Remember, it's not worth it. Tons of opportunity in SaaS sales. Do your best. Come in, bring your whole self, bring your A game, and it'll all work out. Thanks for listening.